morning, guys. This is Sean. And this is Dana. And welcome to our podcast, Morning with the Mishes. Yeah, so this is born out of just good conversations and this need that both of us felt on our heart to be able to share these conversations with like the people that we love that maybe we wouldn't otherwise be able to say it to them um, or just to people in general. Uh, sometimes we found that like I thought something Sean said was super edifying, he thought something I said was edifying mm-hmm. and we just wanted to be able to share that with people. Um, as introverts, yep. we were aware that <laughs> taking us out of our natural habitat, the conversations would probably not flow as easily. So that is why we have created this podcast also because we are a little bit cooped up right now, as you yep. all know, with COVID-19, as it is called. So we're making the best of it. Yep. So basically, pandemic plus introverts equals podcast, I think, is what we've got here. Yeah. <laughs> and plus the Holy Spirit, because mm-hmm. God willing, we are doing this all for Him and all for His greater honor and glory. And yeah, just to bring you a little bit of brightness in your morning, in your day, whenever you happen to listen to this. So hopefully this is a good opportunity for you guys to... Start off your day with something refreshing, something edifying, and just something that brings you closer to the Lord. Yeah, and we also hope that we make you laugh. A lot. (laughs) Yeah. So we were just talking about, oh, the fun stuff of coronavirus, and what if the governor actually decides to lock us down or something crazy like that, like what happened in Italy. Mm -hmm. A fear that's definitely on a lot of people's minds, um... Mm-hmm. Just like what? <laughs> what will we do? You know, will we go stir crazy? <laughs> will we? Will we run out of toilet paper? Will we run across the lawn and <laughs> try to attempt to get into other places and just start? I don't know, being chaotic good when I should actually be lawful good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. So what'll happen? But Yeah. Well. And that's the thing is like we don't know what's gonna happen. Like there's so much about this that's just uncertain. There's so much that's just like up in the air right now. And in the midst of that it's like how do we as Christians respond to that? And like it has to be with like continued faith and hope and love. Like that's that's something that um, we were actually just talking about. Um, Father Jacques Philippe has the amazing book Interior Freedom, um, which I know a lot of people have read. And its main point is that our freedom, our true freedom is not so much in what we do, but in how we respond to what we're given. Um, and it's that we're able to respond because of God with faith and hope and love in any situation. And that includes situations where all we have is just the uncertainty for now. Like we don't even have like the necessarily like bad situation handed to us. That's like, oh, we have to deal with this with like faith and hope and love. It's like maybe there's this like worse situation down the line 
what do we do in this moment where we're uncertain and feeling anxious or like angry or frustrated? Like even that's a time to respond with faith and hope and love. Right. And even you mentioned that response and what my mind goes to is our response to God. And even in these moments, like even like the, title of the book interior freedom makes me think of just the fact that we are free in our souls so the lord is still calling us on deeper he's still calling us into deeper relationship with him and responding to that and which takes first listening so going past the panic Mm. past the uncertainty past the fears and just looking at the present the here and now um can't think of what 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 happens tomorrow because you know what I've got today and today's pretty good and just to live it to the fullest and to look at where God is calling me to respond to him now today um and then in the future if like there is such if a lockdown were to happen yeah maybe I'm stuck in my house but my heart can still be with the Lord like he's still there he's never left me Um, Carmelites talk about the garden of the heart Mm. where you just go and be with the Lord and I believe that um, with every person I feel like that garden looks different Um, Mm -hmm. for some people maybe it's just like like a walk alongside the ocean or like a little cottage by the ocean or something or some people it's a little house in the mountain or in a forest or something or even like in an actual like rose garden you know like where is it that you walk with the lord where's that place where you go to be with him maybe it's your favorite chapel Mm. or adoring him in your favorite monstrance or like the most beautiful monstrance you can imagine yeah just like keeping that in mind too yeah absolutely yeah it's 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 something that's so like it seems like it should be so intuitive and yet in the middle of like anxiety and panic it can be easy to forget that like that our faith doesn't change in the midst of like that God's presence doesn't change in the midst of panic and in the midst of like the storm. Yes, exactly. <laughs> in the eye of the storm. <laughs> <laughs> that that yep, the stereotypical catchphrase yeah but it's true it, it is like in in the midst of the storm it's very easy to forget that the lord is still present that the lord is still active too that it's not just sort of like a passive presence that he still wants mm-hmm. to like be at work like in our lives in our hearts and like you look at even like what's happening in italy during the lockdown like you have people out on their balconies and like singing and enjoying life even in the midst of like being stuck there like Mm -hmm. in that moment like they're not thinking about the fact that they're stuck they're just living they're doing what they can with what they've been given like that's such a good and like fruitful holy thing to just take what you've been given and bring good out of it like yeah and that's something that we can like think about like how can we how can we do that even in the midst of like the quarantines that we are in whether it's um just kind of like 
basic social distancing or if we're in a place where we have to like self-quarantine or if we're in a place where we're going into lockdown like what what are the ways that we can continue to 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 love the lord and love those around us in in a really like active way like realizing that there are ways to do that even with like our limited like exterior freedom yeah yeah get creative yes <laughs> start a podcast start a podcast yeah <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a great idea <laughs> yeah, yeah something like that <laughs> something like that yeah. or even uh catch up with friends that you haven't talked with in a long time mm-hmm. um that's actually been a really big blessing for me is being able to like contact some people that yeah you know it's been a long time maybe it's been a year maybe it's been a few months you know so it's just it's good um mm-hmm. There are ways that we can draw good out of this and the ways that if we let him, the Lord will draw good out of it as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, like, even yeah. if we don't see it, he's still drawing good, you know? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's crazy how many like little thing, little ways there are to like continue, like, especially like maintaining relationships is going to be like one of the biggest challenges with this, yeah. you know, like, because literally even if you're in like kind of a low impact place like you're still probably practicing like social distancing like some amount of like separation like at least physically from the people that you would normally be with and so it's kind of finding those creative ways to continue to like upkeep those relationships to like um to stay in touch and to like continue to build on um the, the relationships of love with those people that the Lord has put in your life. Yeah. And yeah. And it's in some ways, like it's kind of an opportunity now to like really focus on those, especially since for a lot of us, like even, even if you're working from home, like the load probably looks different right now. And like, and it's probably just a lot more probably free time than you know what to do with for some of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just finding ways to make use of that time. And one of those ways, I think, is, like, taking advantage of, like, the fact that we live in an age where we can, like, hop on the phone and talk to someone who's miles away and, mm-hmm. or, like, use video chat to still, like, see someone's face and, like, yeah. in that way be, like, really present to them, even if you can't be there physically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really a blessing. Yeah. We even have Bible studies. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's something we've been doing is like kind of switching our small groups and our Bible studies over to this kind of video chat format. And like, I mean, Mine's I just did. tonight. Yep. <laughs> yours, is, yours was yesterday, or yeah. one of them anyway. Yeah, and it was one of the best conversations we've had. Like, we were able to like be very... Um, just casual, because, like, a couple of my guys, like, one of my guys went home to Missouri. One of my guys is up in Belvedere. Like, we're kind of scattered now, like, a little bit. And yet, in some ways, like, the fact that we had that degree of separation because we've been, like, apart for so long and because, like, 
because of just that separation of distance, like the video chat was almost just that much more fruitful because it was like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I get to see you guys. I'm so glad that we get to have this time together. Like it became this very beautiful, very fruitful, like converse and very natural just conversation of like, hey, like we're, we're in the midst of this, but there's still so much good. And it's so good to see you all and know that you're still out there and like we can still talk and we can still like do these things that kind of felt a little impossible. Mm-hmm. What you were saying about um, the fact that it was almost, almost the fact that you guys are further apart, that the conversation was more fruitful, um, at least physically. Uh, I was listening to Relevant Radio earlier. And they were talking about, I think it was Dr. Mirabelli, actually. So that's hey. fun. Yep. <laughs> Professor of ours. Good guy. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> um, so yeah, he was talking about how, or it was Drew Mariani, I don't know, one of the two. They were telling, they were both talking to each other. So they were talking about how, even during this time, um, it'll be a chance to grow closer to the Lord just because of that longing, you know, for him. And just like how many more people are probably going to be in church after this is all said and done, you know, just the mm-hmm. fact that we've been without the Eucharist, like we can still attend virtual mass, mm-hmm. but we can't receive Jesus physically. Uh, spiritually, yes. Spiritual communion is always possible at any time of the day. St. Padre Pio said, make it at an, every moment that you can do it during the day as much as possible Mm -hmm. yep super easy to find those prayers too for anyone who's like trying to figure out how to stay close to the lord right now amen so um but anyway so yeah it was talking about just the fact that is that that distance from from the church and from the eucharist can almost make us more appreciative of you know what we're missing you know there's that classic phrase, you don't know what you got till it's gone, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it was in the, it's part of a song. <laughs> but anyway, I think it still is a classic phrase. Only know your lover when you let her go. No, I was thinking of, don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you got till it's gone? Pay paradise, put up a parking mm. lot. <laughs> So relate that back to Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, it's true. It's so true. Like that's that's something actually. Pope Francis apparently like recently was talking about like the coronavirus and like one of the things he like said like which is such a good like spiritual father thing to do is like he he said when you go to bed tonight like think of think of think of the day when this like blows over because it will blow over. It's, it's on its way. We're doing what we can. And like, there is going to come a day when like the quarantining is done and like they're on their way to a vaccine. Like this is all such good news. Like we're, we're going to get there. And And China's even done with their quarantine. Yeah. Like things are on their way. We're, we're on our way there. Even if it's going to get a little worse, maybe before it gets a little better. But like something that he recommended was just like, when you go to bed tonight, like Think of how great that day will be when this blows over, when you can, like, embrace the ones you love again, when you can, like, 
laugh and cry with them again and just like how beautiful all those things that seemed so mundane are going to be when we have them again like what a beautiful thing yeah yeah there's reasons to hope there's reason to hold on to hope and like in many ways maybe this is like a chance for us to to kind of shift our perspective a little bit like realize how good and beautiful even just those mundane things are mm-hmm. yeah 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 and like with all of this it's not to like downplay the fact that there is like scary stuff about this you know like especially like my heart just really goes out to people who who are at risk you know with this um it is a, it is a scary thing to like and not only have, have it too yes have it. absolutely yeah 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 my heart goes out to you guys for sure yeah our prayers mm-hmm yep 100 percent. yeah yeah but yeah so not downplaying that but also look, trying to look at the positive side of things which can be hard to see for mm-hmm. sure but it's worth looking for oh yeah because even so this is not the end and I mean, maybe it is, but even <laughs> if it is, like, God's still bigger than this. Mm-hmm. Um, just keep fighting the good fight, and yeah, it's not much. It's funny, because it's like, God still calls us to the same same things. God, who is the same yesterday, today, and always, he's still calling us to the same things that he's called us to every day of our lives, you know, to all closer to him, to love him, to know him, serve him, to trust him, Mm -hmm. definitely to trust him. Even in these times where everything seems, well, it seems like the world is upside down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But God's not. (laughs) No. (laughs) And that's the thing about like, why hope is so freeing is that, hope doesn't depend on this life, you know, like, because if it did, yeah, we would absolutely not have reason for hope. There's so many things that have gone wrong in human history, so many things that go wrong every day. But like, yeah, if it was dependent on this, yeah, like, panic, go into chaos, because like, it's all going to heck. But, (laughs) (laughs) but hope doesn't depend on this world. Like, hope doesn't depend on this life. Hope is the promise that this world and this life are not the end of our story. That, like, that there's a God who loves us and is for us. And does he want us to be happy here? Yeah, he still wants our happiness. But he also is preparing a place for us when we are done here. Like, that he's giving us a place of happiness where none of this is going on. Where none of the, none of the darkness is there. None of the potential pitfalls are there like that's what we're striving for Mm -hmm. let's talk about heaven yes yes (laughs) heaven heaven (laughs) oh man what's your favorite thing about heaven Ooh, that's a good promise of heaven or like what are you most looking forward to Mm -hmm. i think Besides just finally, like, seeing the Lord face-to-face, which sounds amazing, like, I am genuinely 
looking forward to the fact that in heaven, like, just every relationship will be perfected. Like, not yes. only, like, our relationship with the Lord, but, like, with each other. Like... You stole my answer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and example number 7,293, that we are basically the same person. <laughs> Did we talk about this before? <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yeah, so just the fact that, like, in heaven, like, they're, like, e- even, like, C.S. Lewis, I think, talks about this. Like, there are no goodbyes in heaven. Like, mm-hmm. every relationship is perfected. All, all, any, like, brokenness, any woundedness. Like, when we're in heaven with those, with those people, if God willing, we're all in heaven together. Like, none of that is going to be there anymore. Everything's going to be, everything, all of that will be fixed. Like, the Lord's love, like, overcomes all of that. Like, it perfects yeah. all of that. Your and families will be united, you know? Yep. No more family drama. Amen <laughs> to that. <laughs> no family drama. No Praise. Heart, no more heartbreak. Yes. No yep. more of that, like, just... No more bitterness. Mm-hmm. People just understanding each other and where where they came from and being able to put everything behind. And we pray for these things in our day-to-day life and in, you know, our life now on earth. Mm-hmm. But they're not, they don't, even if they kind of happen, they're mm-hmm. not always, they're not perfected. No, yeah. And that's why, that's a big reason why I'm looking forward to heaven too, It's like, all that, all that, like that person that you weren't able to love so well here, you will love them perfectly in heaven, you know, and vice mm-hmm. versa. Maybe someone that was, and maybe bullied you, or maybe was just really not understanding of where you were coming from in heaven, like God willing, y'all get there. That relationship will be healed, you know, mm-hmm. and we pray for that healing now. Because we do want these people to get there. Oh, yeah. And that's um, part of the let me humility is like, you know, others may become holier than I, provided they become as holy as they should. And that extends to um, even the people that we don't like so much or that we don't get along with. Mm-hmm. Um, just, yeah, just praying for enemies, right? And realizing yeah. that even like humans, like they're not truly our enemies like our only enemy is the evil one you know is our only real enemy but Mm. we pray for those other sons and daughters of god that they may become well more like sons and daughters Mm -hmm. or if they're not baptized that they're baptized because we do really truly want people to get to heaven yeah like we should always love people and that's Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's like, one of the biggest, like, shifts that I think we have to make as human beings is, like, looking at others with the eyes of God and, like, being able to love even those who are, who are, like, quote-unquote, our enemies. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, to, which is, like, so hard sometimes because, like, obviously we have those people who, like, maybe have frustrated us or, like, we don't get along with, but then it's, 
it's that's kind of step harder when it's someone who maybe has hurt us in some way. Yeah. Um, especially if it's been like a particularly traumatic wound, like mm-hmm. how do we like love and forgive those people? And it's like only with the eyes of God. Like, only by his grace. Yeah. That's, that's really where grace comes into play. Cause like, obviously you, you, you can't expect yourself to love on your own power. Someone who mm-hmm. is like hurt and wronged you. Like, no, no one can ever ask that of you. No, really. Cause it's like, they have, they've lost your trust, mm-hmm. you know? And when you don't trust somebody, it's pretty hard to love them. Mm-hmm. But it's the grace of God that somehow like I've experienced healing too where it's like I've had to love the person even though I wouldn't have been able to trust them as far as I could throw them which is not Mm -hmm. very far they're a pretty sturdy individual (laughs) Um, (laughs) I would really like to see you try now (laughs) (laughs) you don't even know who it is (laughs) I don't care I just want to see you try to throw someone (laughs) I mean, I did this. Well, okay. Shoving me into a snowbank does not count. <laughs> Would you call it a tactical nudge? Yes. Very much a tactical nudge. Yes. A tactical nudge. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm actually not throwing anybody. But, uh, yeah. Point being. <laughs> point being is like... Hmm, I had to get to that point to where... I could love that person, but without bitterness, and also without thinking about them too much and just that hurt that they had caused me. Mm. So the Lord had to bring me to a point to where he could eliminate that from my day-to-day thought, which although it was like, a good hand, like a handful of years ago now. I'm not going to give specifics. Mm-hmm. It's a handful of years ago now. But only this, actually, a couple months ago did the Lord finally heal me of that. And like mm-hmm. That's like through power of prayer and confession and just daily just surrendering. Surrendering everything that happened whatever was anybody's fault or doesn't matter whose fault just surrendering all of that and surrendering it all to our lady so mm. that i feel that has been the most fruitful i would say it's just that surrender and that letting the lord into it and just praying daily like for release from bitterness or for the grace to forgive, you know, and that grace to forgive, like of saying like, Jesus in your name, I forgive so-and-so and you do it over and over and over until like, until you get it. Cause the Lord takes you at your word. Mm. And even though you don't feel it yet, he's, he's already taken you at your word mm-hmm. and he's going to help you get to that point to where everything's in line, like your will uh, with, yeah. with like the intellect or with the heart or whatever, like he'll get you to that point where it's all in line, but it takes time. Yeah. It takes patience, patience with yourself mostly. 
and acknowledging too that you know you're just gonna have to release that person from the debt they owe you that's what forgiveness is is releasing them from the debt they owe you yeah and accepting the fact that you're probably never gonna hear them say the words oh i was wrong or oh i'm sorry will you forgive me Mm. you know yeah i i love that you worded like that like releasing them from the debt they owe you because i think it's easy and i think part of the reason that sometimes people are so resistant to forgiveness is that um the idea that to forgive someone is to say oh no you didn't do anything wrong i'm like Mm. letting that go it's no you're to forgive you have to start from like no you wronged me and there is a debt here like it is absolutely good to acknowledge that what forgiveness is is saying but i'm not going to hold that debt against you yeah which is a totally different thing and in some ways a lot harder mm-hmm. and yet that is the grace that god gives us it's not it's not to say that that person is like off the hook in the sense of they didn't wrong you it's right. saying you did wrong me you you owe me the the satisfaction of like the reconciliation of that, but I'm going to release you from the fact that you owe that to me. Yeah. And not to say if you can't, if you can fix a relationship that you shouldn't, but like, yeah, sometimes it's like you can't. Sometimes that person, for whatever reason, there's, there's no way for you to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, acknowledging that, but also even going back to the fact, like, going off of what you said and even something mentioning earlier about trusting them. Mm-hmm. Like, forgiving them doesn't even necessarily mean trusting them again. Right. Or even in the same way. Mm-hmm. You can, this is what you can trust. You can trust in the Lord and that he can change this person's heart. To help them to grow, to help them to be a better person, that even if they wronged you now, through the grace of God, they can still get to that point to where maybe they don't hurt anybody like that again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that is that is the hope. That is what you hope for. And yet the forgiveness is acknowledge is somehow having finding being given the grace to say even if none of that happens, like, I release you from yeah. the debt you owe me. Yeah. It's hard to drive that yeah. home because, I mean, that's what the Lord calls us to is forgive. How many times? 70 times? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Peter asked him that earlier this week, I think. Yep. Um, yeah, that was like Monday or Tuesday's readings, I think. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so that's that's what that means. And to really actually be able to love them, which sounds crazy, but when you recognize love as willing the good of another, and not just willing any good, but the best good, the highest good, which is heaven, then it makes sense Mm -hmm. how you can love somebody even if they have hurt you. Because you still, it says more about you because you don't let their sin change your heart toward bitterness you turn your heart more toward love instead Mm. 
you know, and if you can move past that, you know, or just even just, I don't know, not even, I wouldn't even use those words, but. Yeah, because, no. yeah, it's, it's not even so much us moving past. It's the Lord giving us the grace yeah. to do that. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, once you get into it, it's, it's so much more us letting the Lord go to work in our lives than it is us doing much of anything. That's true. It's so much us surrendering and just like, yeah, like Mother Teresa says, little acts with great love. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> a motto I try to live by. <laughs> <laughs> I was put, even talking to Sean about sneaky acts with great love. <laughs> yep. Put, <laughs> take Mother Teresa's words, add the word sneaky in there, and you've got Dana. Sneaky little acts of great love. <laughs> that's, that's how I want to live. <laughs> I think yeah. St. Francis would approve. Oh, yeah. St. <laughs> Nicholas, too. I feel oh, like yeah. St. Nicholas. Was big on Saint that. Nicholas. Yeah. Mm hmm. Sneaky little acts with great love. Yep. Oh, he's my patron. Hey. <laughs> the one I didn't know about. <laughs> Surprise patron. Surprise patron. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's that's actually another thing that I'm really excited for about heaven is like not only relationships Amen. with humans, but like or like with people that we knew, but like meeting the saints yeah. and like having relationships with them. Like how cool is that gonna be? That's it's oh, exciting. I'm so excited to meet some of my patrons face to face. That's gonna be so Same. cool. Oh. Yes. Oh, my bros and my sisters up there who have been walking with me through all this, like yeah, and the ones we probably wait. didn't even see before. Yeah, we didn't even realize was there. Like maybe even Saint Nicholas. Surprise! <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Yeah, and our guardian angels too. Like yeah. I, I already like that's something that like I kind of taken from Padre Pio is like trying to like occasionally just like chat with him a little bit, yeah. even if I like like I'm certainly no mystic who like hears his responses or anything. Right. But like just from time to time being like, hey, how's it going? Like thanks, thanks for being with me today. Thanks for thanks for walking me through stuff. I, there's a lot that you've probably been doing that I don't didn't even see. So. Thank you for that. True. Yeah. Mine probably stopped me from eating my rosary the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell that story. <laughs> it's really silly, but shit. basically sometimes I have really in-depth dreams and um, I don't even know where the dream started, but, uh, but I transitioned to another part and as I was doing things in this part of the dream, I some reason was buttering popcorn and I had this like giant like garbage size, garbage bag size bag of popcorn and I was buttering it. And so I was shaking it up and somehow I ended up with a handful of popcorn in my hand <laughs> and then my alarm went off. And in the journey from awake to a, or from asleep to awake, part of my brain was saying, Dana, you have a handful of popcorn, and you are super hungry. You should totally eat that popcorn. <laughs> and the other part of my brain was like, hey, Dana, um, you might want to wait till your eyes are more open, till you're more awake, before you eat that popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> and the off chance, now the off chance, could very well be popcorn, but in the off chance that it's not. <laughs> So when I opened my eyes, 
Uh, I looked at my hand. It was totally me, totally my corded rosary. Um, made for me by a friend. So I was like, well, I'm really glad I didn't try to pop that into my mouth. That would have been a little weird. <laughs> Not sure what would have happened from there, but thankfully, as my logic professor would tell me it didn't happen so you don't have to worry about it so and that's the paraphrased version but anyway so yes that is the story of how i almost ate my rosary and how my guardian angel was probably <laughs> probably looking out for me as to dana you probably should check before you eat that of all the things our guardian angels thought they'd be doing with us I don't think they anticipated having to stop us from eating our rosaries. <laughs> Maybe when we were babies, you know. But like, like, no, no, that's not food. And then it's like, you're 25. <laughs> Why is this still a problem? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love those oh. memes that are just like, this is probably what my guardian angel looks like. And it's just like a statue of an angel with like just his face in his hand, just like, uh. <laughs> Baseball. I, I feel like, <laughs> I definitely feel like I'm going to get to heaven. I'm going to see my guardian angel and I'm going to like run up to him. And the first thing he's going to do is just give me like a little like slap across the face. Oh, and then no. he's just going to be like, come here, come here for, come here. I'm hugging you. I'm hugging you now. <laughs> Thank God we finally got you here. <laughs> you made it. <laughs> Skinny so many teeth. crises averted, but we made it. I feel like that's my case. Yep. Yeah. Like acts of clumsiness and various other things. Oh man. That may or may not happen. Um, yep. Walking alongside streets and. Being so tired that I almost fall into them. It's fine. It's fine. Yep. Or actually falling asleep on the side of the road holding a sign. Oh my. I forgot about that. <laughs> Tilting forward. Yep. Like I, I swear, said. yours is going to be like all like potential, like potentially fatal mishaps. Mine is just going to be all of like my existential crises of me just like <laughs> laying on the floor, like curled up. And my guardian angel just like, I don't think he's going to make it to tomorrow. <laughs> Let's just like. <laughs> Let's get you ready now. Oh, no, wait, he's still alive? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <clears throat> what must they put up with? Mm. I mean, that and even, like, the stuff that we don't see, like, spiritual oh, warfare. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know, especially now, Ephesians 6 has been coming up a lot for me. Just put on the full armor of God. Um, You know, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness mm. um feet shod with the gospel of peace mm -hmm. um the helmet of salvation shield of faith against all the flaming darts of the evil one and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god you know just keeping all these things on and asking the lord asking our lady i found has been very fruitful too like asking our mother to clothe us in the armor of god because we're children we don't always know how to do that on our own mm -hmm. and even to think about that i'm like there's no 
physical armor labeled, like, no breastplate that's just labeled righteousness that I should put on, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, what does that even look like? But asking Our Lady to clothe us in these virtues and to, like, thus, you know, lead us to, to the Lord, keep us safe on the journey, I've just found has been really helpful because it's like, yeah, I really, I really can't do this on my own. Yeah. Even just imagining as those different armor pieces as being put around our hearts rather Mm. than just like our physical person, but like around our heart. Mm -hmm. It makes so much more sense, at least to me. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I I could go on forever about like the heart and like how we take care of our hearts, but (laughs) that is probably subject matter for a whole other podcast on its own. Sean, that sounds like a really good idea. Um, So I think that we should wrap it up uh, for today. Um, It's been lovely chatting with you as always. Same to you. Yep. And to anyone who ends up listening to this, um, we hope you enjoy it as well. Hope it's edifying. Um, We hope to be doing this, I think, every, uh, put out an episode every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I think is the plan right now. That is the plan. Yep. Um, We certainly have the time to be able to put out all the content there for you. So, yeah, that's the hope, I think, is just to really give you guys as much time with the time with um this kind of conversation as possible just so you guys have something else to kind of fill up your day and hopefully it's something that keeps you close to to the lord yeah yeah that's our goal is to have edifying conversations yep let you in on what an introvert conversation looks like yes (laughs) (laughs) for all of our extrovert friends out there welcome to the party Introvert party. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, keep your voices down. (laughs) Sorry. For an introvert party, well, there should be a slight disclaimer. We're both outgoing introverts. So typical introvert (laughs) parties can be a little quieter. Mm -hmm. But this has been a relatively typical introvert party with Sean and Dana. We have enjoyed having you, um, and we are praying for you, mm-hmm. and we'd like to close in a prayer now. Yes. Uh, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Come Holy Spirit, teach us how to pray. Heavenly Father, we just praise you, and we thank you for this day. Thank you for the gifts of our lives, um, for laughter, for our intellect, and just the opportunities that you give us to grow closer to you um, and to let our hearts be loved by you. As we go forth, um, I just ask that you please bless us continually, as you already do. And Mama Mary, wrap us in your mantle of love and protection. Lead us ever closer to your Son, as we pray. Hail Mary. Full Full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady of Good Help, pray for us. Saint Joseph, pray for us. Saint Nicholas, 
pray for us. Saint Padraig Leon. Pray for us. Mother Teresa. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We hope you continue to join us, walk with us as we continue these conversations. And hopefully it's a little uplifting start to your day um, as we navigate this crazy life together. And look forward to chatting with you guys again. God bless. God bless you.